Just a reminder to all the small businesses out there, if you want your businesses to be promoted here, right here on our radio station, we are giving out a free MCO package to all small businesses in KK. All you need to do is send us a 30-second voice note to our number at 010-975-2075. I repeat, 010-975-2075. Please include your business links, your contacts, and also product information, and make it short and sweet just send it to us and we will handle all the editing if you'd like a example an example of how to do the voice shout out just stay tuned to the whole show throughout uh, throughout my show today you would be able to catch some of the examples of the shout outs that some people have sent to us so yeah please do that and stay safe everyone stay calm um, today is Kamatan. I hope everyone celebrates safely and adhere to the SOPs, the standard operating procedures implemented by the government. We don't know how long things are going to be like this post-COVID-19, but if you want a chance, a glimmer of chance to celebrate Kamatan the way we always did dengan keramaian, hang out at KDCA, let's wash our hands, let's keep a distance from each other and try not to be around more than 20 people at one time. Stay safe and keep listening to KK12FM. Today I'm going to be relaying the story of our goddess Huminodun on this beautiful Kamatan evening. Stay tuned, stay safe, and keep listening to KK12 FM. 89.5 KK12 FM. Tompinai kotobian tadau tagazo do kaamatan. Happy kaamatan everyone. It is 5:13 p.m. and you're tuned in to Sundays with Asha right here on KK12 FM. And there you go, that's Richard Gaisa playing in the background. Oof, saya suka dia punya feel-feel Kamatan ni. Every single year during Kamatan, we hear all the modern and traditional songs played together. And it makes me so happy when I hear it because it makes me feel like I'm home. So today I am actually going to be talking about the story of Humi no Dun, maybe on the second hour of the show. So if you want to stay tuned for that, please do stay tuned still the second hour. But first up, I'm going to start off with a little introduction to the story of Humi no Dun. So according to Suzanne Kingsbury, the author and founder of Gateless Writing Incorporation, who has led retreats on the topic of the Divine Feminine for over 10 years, claims... I quote, the Divine Feminine is an energy that has been with us since the ancient times, unquote. She said, consciousness is basically divided up into the masculine side and the feminine side, and we need both to achieve our highest creative potential. In other words, the Divine Feminine, the divine feminine represents the connection to the part of your consciousness responsible for nurture, 
intuition and empathy regardless of your gender jadi perempuan lelaki pun they both have feminine and also masculine energy inside of them but what these energies represent are completely different but very well they complement each other according to kingsbury the divine feminine is the aspect of the self associated with creation intuition community sensuality in a sense where you feel rather than you think jadi macam more to your sense your intuition and also collaboration so with that said am i wrong when i say that the tale of huminodun is one of the divine feminine being a sabahan especially if you are of the indigenous ethnicity namely karazan dusun and murut most probably you are no stranger to the tale of harvest festival every year during the harvest festival we commemorate huminodun's sacrifice by giving thanks to the food that we yield and celebrate as a community because the story is one that has been culturally passed down orally meaning it was recorded through generations of storytelling with no known legitimately written source there are many versions of the tale some say even 40 a whooping 40 million i will tell you the most popular and widely accepted version today in the spirit of kamatan right here on Sundays with Asha so stay tuned stay safe keep listening to kk12 fm 89.5 kk12 fm And there you go. That was How Do You Sleep by Sam Smith. Thank you so much for staying tuned to my show here Sundays with Asha right here on KK12 FM. Today is an exciting day. I hope you guys stay safe. I would usually say stay hydrated. Tapi ni hari janganlah kamu terlampau hydrated. And keep listening to KK12 FM. Uh, inilah bunyi-bunyi yang kita selalu dengar time keamatan ni. It is that time of the year again. Keamatan, the highlight of the year for the indigenous tribe of KDM, Kadazan Dusun Murut. Tapi bukan Kadazan Dusun Murut saja yang celebrate ni kita satu Sabah. Kalau kamu pindah dari mana-mana pergi Sabah pun memang kamu celebrate lah ni keamatan sama kami semua. And I mean, the traffic jam in KDCA, the loud gongs resonating through the sound of modern and traditional music sung in our mother tongue. It's it's such a kamatan feel the beautiful spandaks hurrying about in their gong inspired hairdo man and woman facing each other as they lift their heels and arms for the sumazau dance that would be an apt description of what kamatan is the yearly harvest festival celebration would look like on normal years But unfortunately, this year is no normal year. With the pandemic that we are facing right now, there are debates on whether the festivities will go on. Namely, the Unduk Ngadaw pageant where young women dress up from their heads down to their toes in their district's traditional attire and compete for the crown to become the year's representation of Huminodun, our goddess. But on each passing year, the celebration has become... Somewhat commercialized as everything else had become in the passing of time, the Unduk Ngadaw debate that we face every year, that was originally a statewide competition to display traditional costumes, has evolved into a full-scale, awaited, prestigious event where I mean, mostly superficial beauty was highlighted, among everything else, of course. So, for today's show, let's remind ourselves once again the reason we gather every year at the end of the fifth month, which is to honor the spirit goddess Huminodun. (laughs) 
So next up, before we enter the second hour of my show today, Sundays with Asha, I'm going to be updating the updated cases of COVID-19 in Malaysia and also Sabah. So stay tuned. You're listening to KK12 FM. Oh yeah! Kita sedang mendengar KK12 FM 89.5! If you are not already following us on our social media accounts, what are you doing? <laughs> so I am here to remind you guys that yes, we are on social media. Just type in KK12FM on these platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and also YouTube. We have lots of funny videos for you guys to watch. And also we update constantly on the COVID-19 cases in Malaysia. So please do go like, comment, up, subscribe. And if you miss our shows, our radio shows, we have TikTok with G. We have Reality Bites with Amy. We have Make It Happen by Ben. Also, Rojak Week- Weekday with Apeng and also myself, Sundays with Asha. You can catch it on our Instagram page, on our podcast, IGTV. So as I mentioned on my previous set, I am going to be updating you guys on the COVID-19 cases in Malaysia and also in Sabah. So the number of confirmed cases so far, this is including yang sudah discharged and also the ones that are in treatment, they are 7,762 confirmed cases in Malaysia. But 81.6% sudah kena discharge, so that's 6,330 out of 7,762 cases. So the number of people that are in treatment right now are 17%, which is 1,317 cases. So far, the death tolls are at 115, which is 1.5. I think we are doing quite good so far. Um, as in Sabah, the confirmed cases are still at 346 cases. Nine cases sudah kena discharge, which leaves 15 cases that are in treatment right now. And in Sabah, the number of deaths so far is five deaths. So number yang sudah recover adalah 326 out of 346 cases. That's 92 94.2%. Very good. Keep it up. And especially during this festive season, we must keep our distance from each other just to make sure that this goes on. We are on the right track right now. So keep this going. Keep washing your hands. Keep your distance from each other and stay safe. Jangan sebab kita punya results sekarang sudah bagus. Kita macam melengah-lengahkan. Kita tidak terlampau takutkan. We must still keep safe just for the people around us, especially for the elderly and also for the children. Kita yang masih healthy ni senanglah kan. But yeah, we must do this for the community around us. Stay safe. Jangan terlampau hydrated ni hari. And keep listening to KK12 FM. Kamatan! I will be relaying the story of Huminodun on the second hour for y'all. So stay tuned. You're listening to KK12 FM. KK 12 FM. Listen, talk, and connect. Good evening, beautiful humans of Kota Kinabalu and beyond. Thank you so much for staying with me throughout the first hour of my show. And if you are new here, thank you so much for staying tuned. I am going to be talking about the story of Huminodun and the Sabahan legends today on my show here, Sundays with Asha, right here on KK 12 FM.
Kemudian taro tagazo do kaamatan. Kaamatan mana-mana sejalakan dua-dua tomato tomato. So I'd like to start off this set, this story by saying that before the introduction of major religions in Sabah, the Humidodun story, Huminodun story is neither a folklore nor a legend contrary to popular beliefs. This story was once the basis of a religious observance of the Kadazan and other ethnic communities in Sabah. The legend is a common creation story of the mainly Kadazan of Pinampang, which I can vouch for because I myself am Kadazan, but also many other ethnicities. It tells that the rice we consume came from the flesh and blood of Huminodun, daughter of the principal deities Kinoingan and his wife Suminundu. In essence, religion religion is a belief of a god or gods whose acts explain the existence of incredible elements and occurrences in the world and beyond. It is no less real than the religions that we believe in today, in my opinion. There is a small minority of people in our community that still believe in the legend, respectfully so. Well, if you observe every ancient culture on earth, it has the it has their they have their own pantheon of gods and its creation story. And although the Kazan culture fell short of reaching the heights of let's say Greek, the ancient Greeks or the ancient Egyptians or ancient Romans or other major civilizations on earth, ancient civilizations on earth, the Kazan culture too has its own pantheon of gods from where its creation story arised. The god creator for the Kadazan is Kinoingan, which is synonymous in status as Greek as Zeus from the Greek mythology and also Ra from the Egyptian mythology. Well, in fact, the worship and reverence of Kinoingan was so deeply entrenched in the psyche of Kadazans that when Christian missionaries first came to evangelize the land that is now Sabah, they borrowed the term Kinoingan to denote the Christian god in the translation of the Bible into the Kadazan language. Since the Kadazans already believe in an almighty god, shifting to another religion which also worships an almighty god was relatively easy. So a lot of religions nowadays are translations of past ancient civilization punya religion and I think whatever your religion is we must respect and also remember where we came from dari mana kita punya culture dari mana kita punya legend what are our myths and I think this is very interesting. I think this is something that we should keep in ourselves, keep deep in ourselves and let the story live in our memories and also the memories of our children after us and supaya kita tidak lupa sama from where we came from. I will be telling the story of Ponompulan, Huminodun, Kinoingan and also Suminundu on my next set. So stay tuned, stay safe, stay hydrated and keep listening to KK12 FM. Don't swipe left, but keep swiping up on us right here on KK12 FM. Kotobian Tadaw Tagazo do Kaamatan and Selamat Hari Raya to all that are celebrating today. Before I go on with the story of Huminodun, I'd like to express my gratitude towards all the sites and all the sources that I have gotten my story from today. I've gotten my story from theflyingdusun.com, hellosaba.com, some from the Daily Express and many others yang saya kumpul-kumpul and put together today to make a complete story that we can tell our children in the years to come. Thank you so much for tuning in and keep listening to KK12 FM. This is Asha on Sundays with Asha. Most would know that the Karazan Dusuns do not have a written history. 
while Joanna Kittingan was the director of Sabah Museum years ago, she wrote down in a booklet the origins of this legend around Huminodun transmitted orally down to this generation via the Rinayat or Inayat in Kadazan or chanting rites of the Bobohizans of Penampang. Joanna presented this writer and Daily Express editor-in-chief James Sarda her limited edition of a booklet entitled Kamatan 101, an introduction to the history and culture of the Harvest Festival in the land below the wind. So if you all want a complete history and a complete story yang lebih, yang lebih tepat, please do go look for that book. Kalau masih ada lah kan? First, there was nothing but Kinoingan and Suminundu. Together, they created man and the universe, the earth and everything seen and unseen, known and unknown. In the beginning, all was well in the heavens and the world was pure and beautiful. But one day, Ponompulan, Kinoingan's son, who was tasked to take care of the humans, rebelled against his divine father and he corrupted the hearts and minds of the humans on earth. Disappointed and angry, Kinoingan banished Ponompulan from the heavens and cast him into Kolungkut and decided to punish mankind for their sinful ways. Henceforth, Kinoingan released a series of tribulations one after another, each one more calamitous than the one before. Among the first punishments known as Pinogitigurasan, Kinoingan took away the miraculous tree of sustenance called Tataba and Koilian that provided for nourishment and immortality. Then, to punish mankind for their sinful ways, Kinoingan sent seven plagues. The last plague was a severe drought and famine threatened to destroy every living being on earth. But at last, the people on earth realized their sins and turned back to Kinoingan to ask for forgiveness. Since she created humans, Suminundu felt responsible to feed the starving and she decided that there was only one way, sacrifice her own flesh and blood daughter, Huminodun, who willingly accepted the ultimate. As she was sacrificed, her body parts became a diversity of foods. The head became coconuts, her flesh and blood became rice, her fingers bananas, her teeth and hair became corn, her toes ginger, her skeletons sugar canes, her heart down through the intestines fruits of all types, her ears all types of vegetables of all kinds, and by the time she breathed her last, her soul became the rice spirit Bambarayon, which resides in the rice plants. All of these happened while Kinoingan was out and on return to the house. He noticed all the greenery, but Huminodun was missing. Alarmed, he asked his wife Suminundu what happened, and upon learning the sad truth, he grieved and mourned the death of Huminodun. Desperate and angry, Kinoingan went berserk and started to slash down the young rice plants, and all of a sudden he heard a voice from the rice stalks. Father, father, why are you hurting me so much? I died to provide food for the people, and yet you still want to hurt me some more. At this point, Kinoingan threw away his knife and fell to the ground, crying non-stop. Then he heard his daughter Huminodun's voice comforting him. Do not cry, father. You will see me again if you do what I ask you to do. I will be right back with more on this story. Keep tuning in to KK12FM and have a great day. This is KK12FM, home to your favorite music. Hey guys, so I know this pandemic can be a very stressful time for a lot of us. So in response to that, Hospital Mestra Bukit Padang has a hotline for you guys to call. For those of you who need mental and emotional support regarding COVID-19, please contact Hospital Mestra Bukit Padang at 088 
2300987. Operation hours are from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Mondays through Sundays. For virtual mental health and psychosocial support for those of you guys who do not like phone calls and would prefer messaging, please go to Hospital Musra Bukit Padang's Facebook page, send them a message through Facebook Messenger for inquiries or mental health support. Operation hours are from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. and 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. Mondays through Fridays. On the previous set, we saw how Suminundu felt responsible to feed the starving and she decided that there was only one way to help the humans and that is to sacrifice her own flesh and blood daughter, Huminodun, who willingly accepted the ultimate. As she was sacrificed, Kinoingan was out and on return to the house, he noticed all the greenery but Huminodun was missing. And when he found out what happened, he went berserk and started to slash down the young rice plants and all of a sudden he heard a voice from the rice stalk saying, Father, Father, why are you hurting me so much? I died to provide food for the people and yet you still want to hurt me. And so she said, do not cry, Father. You will see me again if you do what I ask you to do. So what did she ask Kinoingan to do? Specifically, it was the key instruction, which was to take good care of the rice fields. Specifically, she said, when the rice stalks have ripened, select seven of the tallest stalks and tie them together, cut them, and bring them to the house after harvesting. One stalk each must be placed inside seven jars, and the jar tops must be covered with tarap leaves. When you hear a knocking against the wall of the jar, it is a signal to open it, Huminodun said after her voice disappeared. Kinoingan did everything as daughter Huminodun instructed. One day, Kinoingan heard knocking inside the seven jars. He and his wife Suminundu opened all of them. Lo and behold, seven beautiful maidens stood out from the jars whose beauty resembled the sun at its brightest. One of the seven was their starring daughter, Huminodun. And this part of the mythological story is acted out at the Unduk Ngado Kaamatan every year when the last round of judging involves seven finalists. So one of the seven would be judged the title winner. Besides beauty, the Unduk Ngado epitomizes the transcendent character attributes of Huminodun, whose willingness to suffer ultimate personal pain and loss eventually brought widespread well-being and happiness to the community at large. What followed in the mythological story was great rejoicing at the stunning family reunion, a Thanksgiving feast which the Harvest Festival enacts was given to Humanodun and the first Magavao ceremony was held. One can see it is not possible to understand what are they doing at the state level Udok Ngadok Amatan if people do not know the details of the mythological story behind Huminodun. I will be wrapping up this show shortly. After a short break, please do stay tuned to KK12 FM. Don't touch the dial. I always wanted to say that. This is Asha and you're tuned in to KK12 FM. It is 6.37 p.m. and you're tuned in to Sundays with Asha right here on KK12 FM. And sadly to say, this is the final set for our show today. Thank you so much if you've been tuned in since the first set to the second hour. I thank you all so much. Sending a virtual hug to all of you. Well, to wrap things up, what can we say about the tale of Huminodun? Well, for me personally, it is ultimately the tale of 
feminine sacrifice, the divine feminine. Not all women are caretakers, but they have been throughout a large portion of human existence. How they give their lives to the community and have been the backbones of our culture throughout history in all civilizations. How not all things should be fixed with violence as Ponompulan, her brother, did. She fixed it with love. It is the story of how death birthed life in a cycle that we commemorate every single year in Kaamatan. A story of how love triumphed over hate. In the spirit of Kaamatan, let's remember what is truly what, what it's truly about and spread the love the best we can. Thank you so much and kotobian tadau tagazo do kaamatan. Have a great day. Bye. The latest hits and the greatest memories right here on Kiki 12 FM.